Hello, new listener. Welcome to the Talking to Myself as I Draw podcast, where your boy Muddy here rambles on about all of the random thoughts that come to my mind as I work on some type of art or creative project. This audio usually comes from the Studio Sessions series I have on my YouTube channel, so be sure to check those out if you want to see exactly what I'm working on. But if you're more intrigued by the random thoughts delivered by my monotone voice, please keep listening. And we're talking about the value of your creativity. Anytime I make wearable art or I make some limited prints of an original, I think back to this conversation I had a couple of years ago that um, I had with a woman at a group showcase I was participating in. Um, this woman was an abstract artist who made these very like colorful paintings that really had this like environmental presence and feel to them. Um, while they might have looked like you know a bunch of color strokes, um, you could you could look at one and find it resembled like an ocean or an open landscape that was like out of focus. So it was it was pretty cool. It was like almost like an ink blot like what do you see when you look at this but it was not black and white it was you know a mixture of colors and they, they usually complemented each other very well um very cool stuff i wish i remembered her name right now for, um to share with you guys but maybe after recording this i'll i'll dig in my emails and and i'll i'll find her or something since she was she was one of the organizers of this event um, but anyway, uh, the conversation we had was around art prints. She felt like, you know, prints cheapened your value as an artist. And I think it was, she was coming from like a historic perspective. Like, um, like she was thinking about like, a th well, I guess this makes it futuristic, but you'll see what I mean. She, she was thinking about like a thousand years from now, like, uh, like essentially if renaissance painters like da vinci had a plethora of prints you know out in the world would we care as much about the you know rare number of originals they left like would they be as valuable um she felt like she'd rather you know instead of making prints of her artwork she she'd rather make like you know smaller pieces she painted on canvas primarily but she showed me like a series of small um, acrylic paintings on paper that she was doing um, that were like her more affordable series and we felt that you know making like a series of smaller pieces would you know maintain a higher value over time and I guess by that logic an original piece that's accompanied by say like an unlimited amount of prints is worth less than an original painting that's like one of one with no prints ever made and i mean she kind of also felt that way about like wearable art on t-shirts and whatnot and i mean we had an interesting discussion around it um i i honestly i i brought a different perspective i 
you know, presented presented to her the idea of limited prints and how by keeping prints limited to 10 or 50, it maintains a high value of the print and, you know, meaning that if an artist becomes in high demand by the masses, that even his prints will be highly desired and receive top dollar. And his, like, really like his value isn't determined by, you know, how rare the artwork is, but how high the demand is. But I mean, I guess one could argue that by your art being rare, the demand might be higher. So there's, I guess there's that argument. Um, she took that in and I mean, she found value in this point, but overall I'd say she held her ground in her belief that, you know, sticking to originals is the best move for like all artists. And I mean, I also presented the, the perspective that the demo of your clientele plays a part. Um, for example, like she, she was an older woman whose clientele were generally older couples looking to decorate their homes with original work. Um, and I mean, this demo is just generally more established financially. They're usually willing to pay a higher price for artwork to place in their homes. Whereas like, say a younger artist growing an audience on Instagram is more likely to attract you know, younger people with similar interests or you know people who just younger people who like art who want to support their favorite artists on instagram but may only be able to afford a print or a t-shirt or a sticker and you know th that's all they could afford but it, it still makes them a collector and a, you know a supporter and i think you know that brings us to the topic of you know today's episode which is what determines the value of your creativity or your art? You know, does, does wearable art cheapen your portfolio? Can really anything cheapen the value of your creativity or originality? What is the true value of your art? Who, who decides this? Who determines it? And, you know, with all these questions, I can't really say I have uh, the right answer or a solid answer to any of these, but... What I do have is my own perspective, and that's what I'm sharing with you guys here today. Um, I'm sure most creatives have trouble with these questions, especially, um, you know, when you're trying to price your work or market your work or merchandise your art into some type of personal brand. And I think the common idea when it comes to like pricing is like whether it's your you know a product or a service is that generally it's said like your work is as valuable as the market determines and you know aka you're only worth what the general public is willing to pay um i mean a another idea is that you should never lowball yourself and should value your work as high as you think and I mean, I can't say I completely agree or disagree with either of these because I deal with this dilemma regularly. Like, for example, when pricing a painting that took me like 50 hours to complete, I sit there like, well, this took forever and it's huge. Like how many, you know, how many square inches is it? How much do I feel like my hours are worth? I then, you know, I then try to use the answers to these questions to, you know, determine my ideal price. Like, what what dollar amount 
could I receive for this artwork and like feel good about it and feel like I didn't let it go and like for pennies and like what would what would make me happy if somebody gave me this amount what would make me feel like wow like I I feel like I deserve this and I feel like like sure you could be like this is worth 10 grand but it's like you know try try to be reasonable I try to be reasonable um maybe one day a piece will be worth 10 grand but right now I personally don't have any pieces I think are worth 10 grand um I think it just comes down to like how much I value my time and again yeah that's just like I I come up with this ideal number um and then I start to think you like like okay like I'm pricing this at a thousand or twelve hundred or whatever and um then I'm just like wait who the f am I like I'm nobody (laughs) I'm nobody in this art world like why am I pricing this at 1100 or 1200 like is it worth it to keep my ideal price as is and hold this painting until like my demand grows or do I sell it for a low price just to get it out of my apartment and into the home of a potential collector where it'll serve as like basically a billboard to whoever visits the person's home like they'll come in they'll see oh that's cool where'd you get that um i got it from so and so check out their instagram he's really great and now i've made a commercial for myself um by selling it for the low but now it's you know living somewhere where it could be seen by more people than the people who visit my own apartment i mean it's a tough question you know determining whether you should keep your ideal price or like lower it a bit to just get it out of here but i think only you as the creative can answer this you know um there really is no question there is no right answer it's kind of like a preference i believe um i mean personally i kind of grow attached to my recent works like if i spent 50 hours or something or like a couple months or whatever I'm like attached to it. I don't want to let it go right away. So I might price it a little high and just either post it or if I have a show, it's like this is the price for this guy. And then if it if it sells, great. But if it doesn't, I'm just like, you know, I'm not really mad because I still want to look at it and appreciate it myself at my apartment. And then, you know, later on as months go by or, you know, time goes by, I might lower it um like low meaning lower the price but it it might not be the smartest move but i just believe that the demand will be there one day to a point where people buy regardless of the price i ask for and i i mean i personally i just don't want to see a piece i spent 50 hours on sold for 100 to 200 dollars. that's like you know two dollars an hour or four dollars an hour and I don't, I'm sure most would agree that just isn't fair. <laughs> but I, and I guess because of that mindset, I don't mind creating limited prints of most of my works because I know the original might be sitting for a while. I, and like I said earlier, you know, like prints give my supporters a chance to have something in their collection that was affordable and, you know, they're still supporting me. 
and I, yeah, I don't have a problem with limited prints, stickers, or wearable art like I'm working on right now. I mean, if anything, wearable art is still original, because you're painting, well, some wearable, because me painting a t-shirt and me getting screen prints on a t-shirt are different. The screen print would be kind of like a print that you would sell for the low, but if I'm making like a one-of-one one jacket, you could price that however you want to price it, how, however long it took you to make that. Um, and yeah, like I said, I don't have a problem with that. Um, the lady I mentioned earlier clearly had a different perspective, but to me, I feel like some of the greatest Renaissance painters, if these dudes had Instagram, man, <laughs> like we would have seen Mona Lisa stickers and t-shirts everywhere everywhere and i'm not talking about like random streetwear brands or whatever i'm i'm talking about like if da vinci was alive today he'd be like yo get the new mona lisa sticker pack or the mona lisa tea if you know michelangelo was alive there'd be a release of like limited you know designer toy figures of his david statue like this I'm t I, I that's how I feel like if they were out in 2019 that's what they that's what they'd be on and with that said like I just don't think anything can devalue your work um, as an artist I'm simply trying to create a demand for my style and once that demand is created I think the possibilities are endless like you create that demand by working out your craft and if you want to paint on more than just canvas and you know you want to do wood panel you want to do tees and wallets and sneakers and jackets i think that shows your versatility um even if you're screen printing on tees and apparel to me that's smart merchandising that can act as a billboard for your art that will build a buzz and a demand for your original art pieces and maybe this comes from like a different part of my brain that's kind of business oriented um but so be it like that's just that's how i feel um yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know what else to say around that i mean i also don't think it's a bad idea to create smaller originals for an affordable price either um really i mean i think you should do it all like make originals of all sizes small sizes being most affordable big sizes being you know your expensive end and also make you know make wearable art some people like that make limited print releases stickers tees all of these can get your name out there and help you grow your demand and if they don't you still like you have some cool designs of your own to wear and decorate with like i made this hat with my night demon character on it it's a little bit comicked out right now with this filter but i made it in honor of my upcoming solo show i set the quantity to just 30 so that once we hit that it's no longer on the market but if one person or 30 people buy it i don't care because i'm aware it and i feel good because i'm like i'm wearing my own design right now like this ain't a nike hat nothing wrong with nike hats or adidas hats or chicago bulls hats i'm gonna be rocking bulls hats 
on this channel regularly. But I'm just saying, like, if nobody wears it, I'm fine wearing it because I think it's cool. And I like wearing my own designs. But, I mean, let me know what you guys think. Do you think there's anything that could devalue your art? I personally don't think so. I think it all, any type of art that you're making could raise the value of your art because you're putting it out there. You're building, you're working on your crafts. You're getting more eyes on it. It's, yeah, I don't think, I don't think anything can devalue it. So tell me what you guys think. If you made it this far, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Mahmood the Medium to see progress on all of my ongoing art projects. If you're wondering if my work is for sale, guess what? It is. Check out my store on Etsy. My links will be in the description below.